0: Everybody, and welcome to episode 92, almost 100, of Reboot Already Underway. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by Aaron Han and
1: David. Uh... No, for, for sure. <laughs> I, I thought for certain I was going to get a
0: Photoshop mention. Shoot, yeah. that was this week. That's how ba- that's how crazy my week is. <laughs>
1: that was this week, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Thursday and I I even thought about it when I I was I got home from work today and I'm like, all right, I got to mention the Photoshop because it's amazing. And if anyone who has not seen it yet, go on over to our Twitter at reboot already underway or uh, our Facebook reboot already underway. It's we it's a podcast name. Um you can see Aaron's uh his uh artist's rendition of the Porg uh, propaganda sign from episode, like, 86 or something?
1: 84, maybe? Yeah. It was a while Um, ago, but yeah, I promised you.
0: No, you did, and it's amazing. It's the background to my phone now, so... (laughs) Um, Obviously, I enjoy it. Uh, So, yeah, definitely check that out. Leave it a like. Share it. I don't think... I don't think we'll get random people from Australia who definitely don't listen to the podcast doing it, like retweeting it, like the Minion one.
1: Doesn't have the power of a Minion meme.
0: See, that's how bad Minion memes are, is that it's very obviously a parody of Minion memes, (laughs) and it still got shared around like it was a real one. (laughs) Like, I don't know, man. That's how bad they are nowadays, uh yeah, so guys <laughs> i'll get I'll get through the intro. How about that? um, if you can't tell, David is not with us today. he is sick still. the poor guy, his poor soul has been suffering for the past week, and uh, so just send him all your love, be like, hey, uh, hope you're feeling better. I said last week that like by the time you hear this, he'll probably be feeling better, no. He's not. So uh just you know, keep David. Keep David in your in your Twitter hands. And say I like you, David. I hope you feel better. Also Kevin Smith. I don't know if you saw that. That was I I, did see that. I, I just saw Kevin Smith trending and I'm like, No. No, don't do this. <laughs> so it was I'm like At this point, if you see something trending, it's one of two things, and it was almost one that was bad, so, um, thank God he's doing alright, uh, but anyway, great show, talking Black Panther spoilers, spoiler cast, gonna talk about it, a movie, it's good, we're also gonna be doing other things, The the Kyle Chandler butt appreciation, um, segment. Actually, you know, I, I I did get, I did get a call from our lawyers after that episode went live.
1: Cease and desist from?
0: No, just okay. from our our lawyers saying maybe don't. So we're gonna need to think of something new. Sorry, that's just the way it's gonna have to go. Kyle Chandler may or may not. I can neither confirm nor deny that Kyle Chandler has a nice butt. That's all I can say on this podcast legally. But first. Black Panther.
1: Uh, If anyone's still with us.
0: If anyone's still with us after the strangest intro. Rolling intro. It's a rolling intro. It's the new thing. All the hip kids are doing it on their podcasts nowadays. Yes. (laughs) Black Panther. Um, A movie that we've talked about last week. Um, The past two weeks. You know how we do it. We do it upcoming and then we do a... We saw it five words we gave our five words i don't remember what mine were david's was something about black panther feeling rhino horn i think that was actually exactly it um yeah but now we're gonna give more in depth it's the whole first topic so if we want to give just a short spoiler free thoughts first and then we can move on into spoilers okay um Now that we are basically, by the time this goes up, we are two weeks removed from Black Panther, have your feelings changed at all about it?
1: No. Okay. Not really. I mean, it's kind of like the the hype hasn't died down any, so it's kind of hard for my feelings to change, you know? Yeah. I... (laughs)
0: <laughs> i hate to be a person who's gonna come in kind of a little bit more negative than some people and
1: i did your opinion change
0: it it lessened a little bit i'm I'm not like black panther sucks everyone go on to the rotten tomatoes and give it a bad score dc for life <laughs> like i'm not that person But also, I think a lot of things are rightfully being glossed over in this movie. Where like, I can forgive these things, but I also don't think it's fair to say that this is perfect movie, Oscar contender. Here we go. (laughs) It's like I'm not. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not. I know. But I saw a Twitter news story today. You know how Twitter news they have this whole like moments thing now, and it was like your your first mistake was looking at. Yeah, I know. I know it oh my god, Twitter news and Letterboxd reviews are like some of the worst things for my mental health but I continue to read them (laughs) it's just like oh, such an echo chamber but also they were like, the the headline was could Black Panther be an Oscar contender? and I'm like, no (laughs) like, it's a good movie don't get me wrong but it's not an Oscar movie at all In fact, there's on the on every level but technical. I think this movie is really great, and there are quite a few technical problems in this movie that keep it from even being like in the upper echelon of Marvel movies. I think, and I, Aaron, I kind of spoke with you a little bit as I was these like these thoughts, these like. These doubts, like, I'm in the Garden of Eden. We're in the Garden of Eden, everyone. We're talking about Black Panther. And then Little Snake comes up and says, Hey, but the CGI is awful. And I'm like, you were right, Snake. It's really bad, and I don't know why. Oh, so we're, we're listening to the snake now. Is that, not in this, the, in this analogy. is that not the point of the Bible story? Always listen to the snake? I'm very confused. Um... No, it was just an analogy, all right? But we'll we'll get to it. I I just wanted to preface this by saying if you thought we were going to gonna come in here and be like Black Panther, best movie ever made, it, Marvel never makes a movie worse than a 10 out of 10. I'm not going to do that and I'm sorry. <laughs> but I did like the movie a lot. It's my number 2 of the year so far. So, number 2. Oh, Paddington too. Oh, I didn't know you swapped them. I did. Oh, Paddington (laughs) 2. I love it so much.
1: So. I don't know, man. I see this film having a chance at sticking near the top for me.
0: That's all right. Again, it's so hard for us to really, I don't know, maybe it's not for you. For me, it's really hard to gauge where movies are going to be by the end of the year because I have nothing to compare them to. Like, I'm just like, Black Panther and Paddington are the only two good movies I've seen this year. So, I'm like, everything else, I'm like, Maze Runner, I'm like, oh god, I guess that's kind of okay compared to, like, Commuter.
1: hmm
0: So. Let's talk about Black Panther. <laughs> um, I, I really love the characters in this movie. That's the part that I love. That I want more of. (laughs) I just want to spend more time with the characters. Um, And. I just. I hate that I do this to myself. (laughs) I hate that I get hung up on little things in a movie. That doesn't ruin the experience. But like I want to love Black Panther as much as everyone else. I want to. I want to be in there like. It's amazing, and I love all of it, but it's just, like, I can't, I just can't, I don't know, I don't know, you You... have to, I know, but, like, there's this, like, and maybe it's just hype culture in general, which is just horrible and, like, ruining movies for people, (laughs) but I don't know, man, you talk a little bit about it, I need to, (laughs) I need to, like, calm down and, like compress my thoughts here for a second
1: well i mean i think you were onto something when you said the characters were a standout because i think that's where this film excels where a lot of the other films similar to this falter Mm -hmm. is that like it just has such a great supporting cast Mm -hmm. like every single person is developed and every single person is like you know utilized in the plot in some fashion yes yes And it's, like, so different from what we normally get from a film like this, where it's like they overcast them, and then they don't know what to do with a handful of them.
0: Uh, Like Agent Ross in Civil War, (laughs) who actually comes back in this. Right, right. Very interesting. Um, Shuri, I love. Letitia Wright, be in more movies. You're amazing. Um, Lupita Nyong'o... I forget, the girl who plays Michonne on The Walking Dead. I don't remember her name. Yeah, but she's really great, the general. Um, Chadwick Boseman is fantastic. I think he is the glue that holds this movie together. He, His performance and his journey as a character is what makes this movie so
1: damn watchable and so interesting i'm actually on the complete opposite end of that oh really as as i mentioned my review i thought he was the least interesting part of the whole thing right yeah like i mean not a statement against his performance i thought he gave a great performance and like i thought that Mm -hmm. um like you said he like he has a good story throughout and everything Mm -hmm. it's just i think that everything else in the film is so good yeah that it just outshines well i
0: mean we have we're burying the lead a little bit michael b jordan is marvel's best villain he has legitimate motivations you care about him as a character and i mean we'll get to it in spoilers but i think they kind of flubbed that a little bit too in a way but we'll get to that but as just a base character Warmonger, or Killmonger? Warmonger. <laughs> Isn't that uh Obadiah's that was, character or whatever? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so. Ironmonger. <laughs> Ironmonger, that's what it is. Um Warmonger is a uh ratchet and clank weapon. <laughs> um hell I lost it again. Oh, just uh a Killmonger's character. Um is just so well done, so well acted by Michael B. Jordan, that along with Chadwick Boseman, it's those two who really sell the emotional side to this movie. I, before this, have never like legitimately cried at a Marvel movie. Like I, I, get, I gave some tears when Captain America and Iron Man were fighting each other, and that might be the most nerdy fanboy thing I've ever said in my life
1: that's a tough competition
0: it is but in this movie and it i don't know why it was the scene where he goes to see his dad when he he drinks I was the black panther say, can stuff. we just like get into spoilers so yeah let's just do it. We're, in it we're in spoilers we're in spoilers so see black panther we both really really love it okay spoilers yeah
1: i think like them but like the mirrored scenes where they both get mm-hmm. to visit their father's yeah, that's what sells it for me
0: mm-hmm.
1: yes um although i'm not i'm
0: not, maybe this is just me not understanding what happened or maybe it was actually just confusing does he actually see his dad again michael b jordan or is that like a memory that he had because it kind
1: of seemed like he was reliving a memory I think it was kind of like a mix of both. Okay. I, I, I The way I interpret it was like he went into the spirit realm and then like in this realm he like became his younger self just because like that's how he that's how his dad remembers himself. Him. It's kind of like to represent that he's still just like that scared little kid deep down.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I Because I, the first time I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, oh, I get home. Okay, I don't really... <laughs> So, I don't know. I don't know. That was me. That was a me problem, I think. Um But just Chadwick Boseman, I I can't agree with you on that. He's the most boring part. I I'm think... not saying he's
1: boring. I'm no, 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 he's, no, he's, the the, least he's the least interesting.
0: No, I'm gonna say uh Forrest Whitaker's character is the least interesting of okay, all. Okay, we can of get them. to this now because you wouldn't let yeah, me yeah, talk yeah. about it last yeah, week. yeah, 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 but... yeah.
1: Go for it. It, the part where he gets killed—it's like that's yeah—that's yeah, yeah. like one of the few moments for the movie in this movie. Where I was like, "Yeah, you lost me." And like, we don't need this.
0: It's the yeah. one time in the movie where the score is bad. <laughs> and I'm like, "Ooh, this does not match what's going on in the scene at all." Like, "Ooh, that's yeah, that was rough. It, it was it's just like, a rough scene it. all it's around." Part of
1: the whole hero's journey, mm-hmm. but like we don't need it in every single film, right?
0: But in Black Panther, we needed it. Because it's a 10 out of 10
1: movie, Aaron. (laughs) I mean, I still think the character was well-acted and Mm well-developed, and he had a purpose in the plot. I just think that particular moment fell Mm -hmm. flat. Yeah.
0: And I just think Chadwick Boseman's performance as, like, I love that it's not an origin story, and I love that we get to see him already in, like, like, it's kind of an origin story, but... Not in the same way. You know what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. We get to see him... Like, we know he's a good person. We know he's a good man. We know he's a good king. But seeing him find a new way and reject the old way, or making a new way, is like... It's something that... I don't want to say no Marvel movie's done it before, but... Because I'm sure someone's going to be like, oh, well, actually in Ant-Man, there's a bit of a scene where this happens, and I'm like, shut up. Um, but uh, that whole, what I don't, I don't even know what I'm looking for anymore, the whole rejection of tradition in favor for what's right is such an interesting journey for him to take as a character that I just don't think we normally
1: see in any movie, let alone. I, th- I think that, like, the Thor movies tried to do it yeah, in some parts. a little bit. But <laughs> those films are so, like, scattered in quality that mm-hmm. it didn't work. No, no,
0: no. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I love the cast. Um, I want to kind of talk about, the things that irked me, so we can get back to things that I liked, so that way we just get them out of the way. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to start with, like, the least offensive, (laughs) I guess, of these things, is that the comedy is not good. There's, like, a few good jokes that are really funny, and then there's the, what are those joke that made me want to just collapse in on myself and the theater. Like, it was so bad. There's also a, I'm pretty sure they're referencing Willow Smith's I whip My Hair Back and Forth. Yeah, they were. Which, both that and the what are those joke are so, not only are they outdated, they're like cringy Vine jokes (laughs) that it's like, oh, 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 maybe don't reference Vine in anything. (laughs) So there we go. I don't know. Yeah. Other people seemed to like it. People were laughing. So again, this people is might just be a me thing. I didn't get the one reference. The what are those one? Yeah, you don't watch enough Jake Paul. You're I not, guess not. You're not a Jake Pauler. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have his merch. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so the comedy. I think the CGI, and this isn't just Black Panther. So it's. It's less of like a, a slight on Black Panther and more Marvel in general, where their CGI quality is dropping so hard. And I don't know what's happening. Thor Ragnaroks is pretty bad. in a couple scenes. Other scenes, it's fine. Mm. It's whenever you see a real person in with the CGI, it becomes awful. Like, the scene in Thor Ragnarok where him and Hulk fight, that's a great scene. But, like, Thor's not there. I don't know if it's that he's lit wrong. And in this movie, I feel like there were a couple times I'm like, what's up with the lighting? Like, they don't look like they're there. (laughs) Like, I don't know. And then the rhinos are just so... Poorly rendered. Like, I don't know what happened there either. It's just, like, I feel like Marvel's biting off more than they can chew sometimes with these huge... They're trying to, like, up the scale so much that they are dropping in quality in these parts where The Avengers is, like, a movie that looks good.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Like, it holds up. I mean, I haven't watched it in a year or so now. (laughs) But... A year. <laughs> a year. Yeah, I watch The Avengers a lot because <laughs> it's my favorite comic book movie because it it holds up in that department where everything looks real, and I think that Black Panther just has this problem. I think Marvel just has this problem now, and I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> I'm not like coming out here like you need to do this, Marvel. I'm just saying, hey guys, Guardians Two also has. Some pretty bad scenes in it, and I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I think maybe their <laughs> CGI teams overworked, um, because they have to do like a movie every few months. So I don't well, know. Presumably, it's different
1: artists. On it each. is, or at it least is. is. Yeah, there, it's multiple Not teams. Exactly the same team.
0: Yeah, it's multiple teams working on each movie, but also. I'm pretty sure Marvel uses the same team, or Disney in general uses the same teams for all of their movies, because I know for sure there is someone who worked on The Last Jedi who also worked on Black Panther and Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they like kind of recycle within their own teams. And finally, <laughs> just to get this out of the way, um, Marvel's Well, I have two. But I'm going to just quickly say action is not very well shot either. And I don't know. It's Again, I think it might be Marvel just handing these people who have not made movies like this before and being like, make a movie. (laughs) It's like, oh. And I feel like the parts where Black Panther shines are in the interpersonal relationships and in the dialogue. And then when it gets to the action, it's like, yeah, okay, this is Marvel action. Like, everything's so, like, cut down and close, and it's like, I can't really tell what's happening. And also... But I there's... mean, I
1: disagree with that. I thought there were a lot of really cool camera movements throughout here.
0: I think there's the like, one... Kind of
1: like that uh, Go. one-shot Go when they're in, like, the uh, casino. That's or whatever, Where it's just kind of, like, moving around the room. That one's that good. good one. That one's really
0: good. And I don't know. I feel like it's just muddy. I just I I come out of an action scene like, okay. That was exciting, I guess. <laughs> and I don't know. Again, that might be just me being like Marvel movies, oh, there's so many. <laughs> I don't know. Um how do you feel about them killing Killmonger in this movie?
1: Oh, I thought it was you know, like I I think obviously they could have dragged him back for another film like there's still potential there but i don't know i think it worked for the story they wanted to tell mm-hmm. and to just have him have more of an impact yeah he like, has a fitting like a a loki situation where they keep on bringing him back again and again and again and it screws up his character arc because they have to keep on like, <laughs> he rebooting has to be evil the character every time, every time. Yeah, yeah yeah
0: i i like where his character ends it's more of, like, a frustration point for me. That's, like, this is the first well-written Marvel villain since Loki, and now he's gone. And it's, like, and I like, know they're not yeah. going to do it again. <laughs> like, they never do it again. I think maybe closest besides him and Loki, guy from Civil War, I don't even know his name. So, obviously, Z-Bow. we can't count him. <laughs>
1: it's it's <Z-Bow. laughs>
0: Like, he has, like, at least real motivations, I guess, and, like, a real idea plot so i mean he has to be third because everyone else is so garbage that it's like what are we doing so that's more of a frustration thing like oh marvel and then they kill claw and it's like could we not just keep claw somehow i kept expecting him to like have fake killed him and so they get inside of Wakanda and start stealing stuff. I'm like, "Oh, that makes sense. It's like a nice little, ooh, I got in." Mm-hmm. But he's just really dead. And you wasted Andy Circus in like bit parts in two movies. Good job, Marvel. You really know what you're doing with with your talent.
1: Again, I don't think it was wasted. I think he it was fun while he lasted and then served his purpose i'm just maybe i'm just a person
0: who wants everything to last forever <laughs> maybe that's just where i'm at i don't know um mm. but yeah those that's my those are my complaints i just want to get those out there i want people to, to think about them to just dwell on them and just think hey Maybe I'll think about that. I don't agree with you, Jacob. I think you're an idiot. But I will at least think about what you're saying. That's my hope.
1: So so tell me something you would like.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I... Yeah. I just... Yeah. I just wanted to get that out there because I feel like a lot of the things I've heard, a lot of the podcasts I've listened to or, like, reviews I've seen are being like extremely positive and kind of like pushing the negatives away. And like, I understand that, but also I kind of want to bring like some of my thoughts to the forefront, not just add to the echo chamber. I want to kind of throw other stuff out there. So um, Black Panther is good. (laughs) I'm sorry, what was the question? (laughs) I was just
1: asking for one thing you liked.
0: Oh, so one thing I liked, uh, Letitia Wright.
1: yeah
0: yeah Yeah. other than her cringy what are those joke she's amazing she's good she's funny she's uh i love her and we're just gonna uh i just want to see her in every movie now i want her to take the role of iron man that's the kind of the room i don't know if you've heard that rumor going around
1: you mean role as in, like,
0: being the technology person for the universe? Right, right, right. Like, But, like, getting an Iron Man suit.
1: Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know if that's a rumor, if people are just like, I want this. <laughs> and I agree if it's an I want this. I hope it's a real rumor. That, like, they're thinking about it. I don't know. Thoughts? Um, yeah. So, Letitia Wright's great. I think... I think the dialogue, like I've already said it, but it's where it shines. I, I look back on Michael B. Jordan's final line that has so much weight and power to it, and I think that yeah, that's why his death really works. Is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like his payoff moment is great. I just, I just hate that they killed their best villain again. Ugh. Um, but yeah, that that scene is powerful and I mean who would have thought the internet needed two white guys talking about Black Panther but
1: here we are. We, we already used that line for uh, get out. <clears throat> too late yeah, we're already that. doing it. We're running out of movies to
0: talk about. It's too late we already did it. <laughs> <laughs> we're already making this. It's too late. Um, So I don't know. I I feel disingenuous talking about the power this movie has sometimes, even with Get Out or, like, with Wonder Woman. I'm like, I am not a... I am not personally a part of those groups. And I can, like, view it on the outside and see that, yes, this is empowering and this is powerful for people, but, like, me, myself, I don't necessarily feel that, if that makes sense. I mean, it yeah, would, yeah. It makes perfect
1: sense yeah, yeah, yeah. you wouldn't be able to feel I it just, the same way.
0: <laughs> and so... I just feel like we can't talk about this movie without talking about that there is a very, there's a cultural movement behind this movie now that there is such a power to this for people, and I feel like that's something that needs to be talked about. Yeah. That's a reason I mean, it's so big. That's the reason it's so
1: good. Just as long as you're not trying to like, oh, yeah. force yourself into this. Oh group totally. Be like, oh yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, you me. didn't know that, Aaron. It's perfectly <laughs> okay to just be happy. For other people's happiness yeah, yeah yeah like that's, a, that's I just, a thing
0: i know i and i like i understand that i want to make sure everyone else understands that <laughs> because sometimes things can be misconstrued on the internet as you might know and i'm just trying to uh that was the spookiest thing that has ever happened it happened Aaron, fill time. Because I feel like if this is something horrifying or funny, I need to keep it in the podcast. So I'll be right back. Okay. Um,
1: so I don't know what just happened. But we're going to assume it was the bye-bye man. Because that's really the only sensible option. He just, he has a kind of habit. You know, it's just, you're not supposed to think it.
0: So, I thought my cat was right behind me, laying behind me. It is a bag I can now see. But all of a sudden, I just hear pounding on my sliding door. And I'm like, what? It was your cat? It was my cat. <laughs> Somehow he got outside. So, that scared me. <laughs> and now I'm in, like, on a weird, I'm, like, in a weird mode. I was like, the internet's coming to get me. Oh, God, they're already here. We haven't even posted this yet. Um Name one thing you liked about the movie, Aaron.
1: Uh I mean we touched upon a lot of the things I liked. I liked the uh I, I liked the <laughs> bit where the, at the end in the final battle where they just have like the blankets that have force fields. I was like,
0: Did you like that? Or I were like you that. like,
1: okay, <laughs> I'm like, I was like, Hmm, that's pretty awesome. That, that's a cool, there was like, I like the idea mix of like the African culture and the yeah, yeah, yeah. futuristic technology. I was like, that was unexpected and really cool. Yeah. I like the idea.
0: I think it was kind of like, Oh, okay. <laughs> like this is happening now. All right. Sort of like the rhinos. I'm like, oh god, oh no! <laughs> like, oh, my. the rhinos are definitely worse. Let me oh, just get know,
1: that out there now. I w- I want to say something. Yeah, yeah, go for it. That was a nitpick. Okay, go for it. So it's my turn now. Aaron gets uh, to be negative once now. Once again, <laughs> similar to Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. they just they just took the scene that should have been at the end of the movie. Yep. And they made it an after credit scene. Yep.
0: It's they're just they don't even try anymore, Aaron. They're like we know people are gonna stay. We announce everything like two years ahead of time. What what surprises do we have up our sleeves anymore? I I don't know. Like Infinity War, there's gonna be after credit scenes, and it's gonna be like it's gonna be like them defeating Thanos, <laughs>
1: like in the after, in credit, the scene. after credit scene. <laughs> Like, they end the movie, and you're like, oh, okay, that's why this is two parts, because they haven't yeah. defeated him yet. And then you wait till the end of the scene, and he's
0: defeated. It's like the scene where he's defeated in the second movie, though. They're like, here it comes! And then they, like, stop right before Thanos, like, dies, or whatever. Like, whatever they're gonna do. And then they bring him in. Episode 2, whatever it's called. um, Black Panther 2. It's going yes. to happen. Oh, no doubt. There is... Not a chance that if, this does if, not get a sequel. Yeah, Ant-Man got a sequel, so... Okay, all right. <laughs> I don't need your Ant-Man shade thrown around here right now. Um,
1: but, I mean, even from a box office standpoint, this is already made over oh, twice yeah. what Ant-Man made. So. Oh, totally.
0: Uh, but I still think you were trying to hate on Ant-Man.
1: Well, of course. I'm, I always am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so what do we want to see... In that. that uh, X-Men. There's been a lot of speculation about who could top a villain. Oh, Dr. Doom. And then people are saying, if they get the rights to Fox, go with Dr. Doom. Totally. And then you have, like, these two leaders of these, like, very uh, (laughs) closed-off countries. Oh, (laughs) yeah, that too. (laughs) That too. Going at one another. And that would be cool. I'd, I'd support that, if they could do that. I...
0: It's. I think it's going to happen. The whole Fox merger. I don't know, man. Right, but, like, the time frame. I'm right, not sure how right, right, right. Yeah, I don't know either. I. People are saying, like, Storm, get Storm in there, and I'm like... No. No? You're you're saying no to that. No. Okay.
1: Well, okay, get her in there. I thought you meant, like, play out the comic book arc where they get married, and I don't want
0: No, that. no, no, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying get storm in there like that's that's perfect (laughs) like yeah okay um, yeah like that's your that's your way to introduce x-men into the world there you go you you introduce x-men in what will probably be one of the biggest sequels ever (laughs) like there you go that's a way to introduce a, a franchise basically within your franchise um oh my god I'm sorry. I just thought about New Mutants again, and it made me sad. Um, anyway, I think we should. Uh, <laughs> I just think we should move final, on. Yeah. Final final thoughts. Um, I think this movie is great. I think it's one of the better uh, Marvel solo movies. Um, obviously, like excluding like Guardians and Avengers movies, because I like Avengers too, even though everyone hates it, and uh, Civil War. I, like those are ones that I love. And that they're not the better movies most of them, but I just but love them. But they're trying
1: them. to do different things.
0: Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I as far as solo movies I'd go, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, uh Captain America 1, and then Black Panther probably. Okay. I love I, I know I know that you you're like kind of lower on the first Captain America.
1: No, I'm, that's that's not the one I was playing. Doc, Doctor Strange was the one I was. Do you like, not? Okay. You liked Doctor Strange. Have you, I, I like. Has it. your I movies to to has your movies changed? No, but I don't like it better than this one.
0: Okay. Well, what's your what's your solo movie ranking?
1: Uh, it would be Winter Soldier. Uh, probably First Avenger. Oh, okay. Then maybe Black Panther. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then Iron Man.
0: I like it. Iron Man is just one of those movies that, like, I don't think it can move. You know, Like you always say about the Dark Knight. It's like it, it, it solidified the idea of Batman in film. Or, it, like, this solidified the MCU that I'm just like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know that I can move it, even though I, the other ones are probably better. Um, so yeah, it's Black Panther. David likes when, uh, Black Panther feels the rhino horn. Uh, he yep. get, he gave it a solid seven out of 10. Um, he's the only one who does scores on the podcast, so I figure if you wanted a score from him, there it is. But
1: he gave uh, it four stars on Letterbox. I
0: don't know. <laughs>
1: he's, he's inconsistent.
0: Yeah, man. Um, what would four stars be? That would be an eight? That'd be eight. I, I don't know how
1: stars work,
0: man. I don't do ratings. I don't do ratings. It's fractions.
1: And I
0: definitely don't do that. Um, so he also. Okay, I want to just talk about one one more quick thing. Is how freaking cool was it when you saw her driving the car? remotely and she crawls into like the car in the lab and then drives whoo i that got a like out of me (laughs) like i didn't actually clap that loud i was probably like like slapping on my leg and stuff but that oh that geeked me out a lot that was so good anyway um let's move on i think we've covered our black panther bases quite well Mm -hmm. um so let's move on to the upcoming movies of the week, so remember how like last week I wanted to see both of those movies? yeah this week um I don't want to see either of them, so that's fair. Also, I feel like we need to kind of talk about every day, because we somehow missed that in the uh, opening this week. I mean, I think I just...
1: it's pretty clear it's another, like, cheesy young adult yeah. film that I'm probably going to watch on Netflix in December, mm-hmm. just to win the competition.
0: It's a very middling one, this, this one, apparently, but for both uh, fans and uh, other people. <coughs> anyway. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about that real quick because we definitely missed it. Uh, so let's start with Death Wish, an Eli an Eli Roth film. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, that's pretty much all it takes to uh,
0: make you not want to see it. Yeah. Have you? All right, all right. We need to talk about Eli Roth for a second.
1: I think I've seen one of his films. Yeah,
0: that's where I was going. Cabin Fever. Is that the one?
1: No, uh, Hostel.
0: Hostel. Okay. Um, so, I have not seen any of his movies, (laughs) I've seen clips from one of his movies, that made me never want to watch anything he does ever, (laughs) cause he had, I don't know if it's all of his movies, but from, it was Green Inferno, was the movie, (laughs) which is a cannibal movie, and it yeah. the clips I've seen are disturbing like too much like he goes too far and I don't know if that's his thing I don't. I haven't seen any more that's, of his movies
1: it's, that's pretty much his thing
0: bad I don't want that so I no. mean hey if that's what people like in their movies fine but that's not my thing <laughs> so I, I don't know and Death Wish is like a remake too Yep. So, Bruce Willis is in it. Yep. Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah.
1: Not, not excited.
0: Elizabeth Shue is in it, somehow. Not, I don't mean, like, somehow, but I mean, like, where was Elizabeth Shue these last ten years? <laughs> um, She was in Battle of the Sexes, actually, last year. And I was like, what? Elizabeth Shue? What? And I'm like, where, what happened? Um... Dean Norris, of course, uh, playing an abusive dad who gets killed by Naomi Watts. I haven't seen the movie. I assume she does it.
1: Um, I think I think they're adding a Book of Henry to HBO this month. They are. Yeah, oh, I'm so excited. Month, so yeah. Th-
0: that and Girls Trip. So I'm excited to uh, you, you watch. You gotta Netflix. get to it. One of them will be good. One of them will be Book of Henry. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm not excited. Let's
1: just move on. Mm,
0: yeah. Uh, Red Sparrow. Oh, uh, Black Widow. I mean, uh, Red Sparrow. Oh, God. Oh, sorry. Yeah, did
1: they not think through the whole color animal thing?
0: I think this like... was like... <laughs> I feel like this is like his, someone wrote like a spec script for Black Widow, and then they were like, we'll buy it, change the name and everything about it, but like keep your main story and then he yeah. did and then like red sparrow was just like his like oh well, this won't be the ending title but like we'll work through it and they're like no it's perfect sell it go <laughs> go make it <laughs> i feel like that's probably how that went down uh, how are you feeling yeah. about red sparrow
1: uh i don't know it looks generic Mhm. like i just it there's nothing about it that stands out like obviously it's a as we already mentioned, it's basically Black Widow. Yeah, and but sure like, we haven't gotten a Black Widow movie yet,
0: but not yet. Aren't they making it now? They're they're working on a script they're, for. They're it. working on it. It's it's been too long. Like it shouldn't have took this long. But whatever. Um, of course. Sorry, I, I'm doing a lot of sighing this episode. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Well, I think we've gone on the record several times in this podcast, where, like, when she cares, she's good. When she doesn't, mm-hmm. she phones it in so hard. And I think this one looks like one that she's phoning in pretty hard.
1: It does. Like, she's doing the bare minimum of getting an accent, and, yeah. and that's it.
0: Like, you can tell when she cares, like, she's good. Silver Linings Playbook, She's amazing mother she obviously cared about she's very good in it but like then she does things like red sparrow and x-men and passengers it's like did you need the the paycheck i mean like i I think the first x-men she cared i think days of future past she cared and then x-men apocalypse she's just like what am i doing here
1: a lot of us were wondering that during X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh man, I don't know. Jennifer Lawrence, I think you're a very good actress. I want you to do more like uh, Silver Linings Playbook stuff, more dramas. You have, you have the talent. You're so good. Um, Joel Edgerton's in this. Who he's just kind of blown up recently. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened.
1: He's a reliable character actor.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. He's just, uh, he seems to be in everything, yeah. He's in this Gringo movie. Does that come out this week? I don't know. I just skipped some of them because I'm like, what are we going to have to say about this? No, Gringo's next week. We'll get that next week. Um, yeah, I don't know. I. <laughs> this is just such a bad week. And at, coming off of a week with Annihilation in it, which is apparently amazing. I'll be seeing it tomorrow. In um, game night, which oh, Aaron was wrong. Aaron was wrong. Not wrong. Have Aaron, a different opinion about No, no. You were like, this is going to be terrible, is, is what you said. And since neither of us have seen it, I think we have to go off of uh, what other people have been saying. And they're saying it's very good. Gotta. And I know that we probably. Never mind. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to do that. Um, I don't know. I might see that soon, too, though, because Vacation's a good movie, even though everyone is wrong about it. So Nope. Alright. <laughs> this is a weird episode. Let's move on to the What Have We Been Watching segment this week. And guys, to start, I just want to uh, issue an apology to everyone. Um, I feel like when, when something happens on this podcast, when someone says something and they find out they're wrong, they have to apologize. They have to, you know, go out there and be like, make a point of saying, hey, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Sometimes it happens. You can be wrong. And I was wrong about It Follows, (laughs) Um, which when I saw it in 2015, I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. I don't know. It didn't like, like, it's scary, but it's not like that scary. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's whatever. Um, And I rewatched it. I don't even know what happened. I was just looking for something to watch, and I just did one of these. (laughs) No one can see this but Aaron, but I did one of these. I'm looking at my movie shelf, and I go... Whoa! What do I? What do I see? What do I lock onto? And I locked onto it. Follows for some reason.
1: Okay. Um, Whatever helps you decide.
0: And so I did it. And it was three a.m. <laughs> when I started it. So it was early in the morning. That added to the spookiness. Certainly, all the lights were off. I was home alone. Hmm. Um. So that helped, but. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know I wrote like a letterbox like review like mini review for it. Just saying like I don't know how I missed everything this movie is saying and like trying to be and trying to do with the horror genre and tropes. And I think it is because I did not like horror movies until twenty sixteen. Like I didn't watch them. So mm-hmm. I think a lot so much of it was just lost on me. And now having seen Halloween, which is so obviously um there's such a yeah they're obviously playing off
1: of yeah the slow killer especially in the the cinematography
0: yeah the cinematography the slow killer the score which is so um carpenter-esque like it's like it's so very obviously a carpenter uh um homage and even nightmare on elm street uh which there's a lot of here too And the very nightmarish imagery, especially in what it is, Um, man, I don't know how I missed it. I just don't. I just don't. Uh, This movie's so great, and I feel like I just I needed to take. This is the only thing I watched this week other than Scott Pilgrim, because sometimes you just need to laugh a little bit. Also, want to want everyone to take away that I every time I watch scott pilgrim i come away with a new quote that i love and this time it was like yeah i love garlic bread i could like eat it all the time yeah we'd get really fat why because bread makes you fat bread makes you fat (laughs) i don't know it just made me giggle (laughs) that was it but back to it follows yeah uh I, i forget this gentleman's name david robert mitchell that correct yeah yeah um i want to give an apology straight to you sir if you're listening say i'm sorry you know uh, michigan michiganders we need to stick together and i feel like i failed him on that front so (sighs) damn you, Michigan, (laughs) taking away tax incentives to make movies here, you fools, (laughs) because, oh, it's just, I just want to say this, too, as I was ending the movie, seeing the, watching all the credits go by, the Made in Pure Michigan logo, and I'm just like, we don't get that anymore, thanks, guys, thanks, um, anyway uh yeah just uh just uh it's a spooky movie it's a scary movie but it also has a lot to say i read some of uh mitchell's comments about it and i'm like man this dude's smart mitchell david robert mitchell you ever want to come on the podcast hit me up hit my aunt up who you have apparently met so
1: yeah i was gonna mention didn't you like have a Some kind of connection?
0: He might be too big now. (laughs) I don't know. Like, this was, like, right when the movie was coming out. And I... Again, (laughs) this is just from my aunt who said this. So, I don't know how much truth there is to it. But her best friend's husband's best friend is David Robert Mitchell. So... If you ever want to come on the podcast, dude, please. I, Aaron, what would you do if we got him on the podcast?
1: With my luck, I'd probably be like sick that week or something. <laughs> sick
0: that week, yeah. Um, you can come and talk about your new movie with Andrew Garfield. I'm excited. There we go. Uh, yeah, so everyone, if you didn't like It Follows That Much the first time, rewatch it. Let me know what you think. Because... I'm a changed man now. So Aaron, you were right. I texted you in the middle of the night. I was that changed by this movie that I was like, oh my god, I need to apologize to Aaron. Like he was so right about this movie.
1: Like I said, you can you can uh, text me to tell me how right I was any time of the day. (laughs)
0: Like in my rankings I had train wreck above this movie, Aaron. (laughs) And now I'm like, no no it's like my number three now so respectable yeah yeah um also the kid from that netflix show is in it i was like looks real familiar what have i seen him in atypical i think is the the netflix show he's in it he's good anyway aaron what have you been watching
1: uh a few things this week uh watched gonna start with the 2018 film Watched Mute.
0: Okay, here we go.
1: Yeah, because this was one I was actually really hyped for. Like, this was, like, 13 or something on my most anticipated films of the year. Yeah, okay.
0: And
1: it's so bad. Like, it's, it's one of those films where you're just kind of, like, shocked by how bad it is. Like, not in the sense that, like, it's it's... It's one of those times where it's not, like, a failure to execute the premise properly. It's that you're like, why is this division of the director? Like, he's achieving what he's going for. But why is he going What's for What's
0: the it? premise of the movie? You, got, you gotta fill me in a little bit. Because if it's this bad, I don't want to watch it. So Basically, I need you to... <laughs> it's
1: like this... It's like this, uh... It's like a Blade Runner-style noir film set in the near future and it's about like this mute bartender who his girlfriend goes missing and he has basically has to go look for her in the criminal underground of this futuristic berlin
0: okay and that
1: and like that's it that's that's the movie it like has like no plot and then there's like this whole other thing going on with like paul rudd isn't it playing like this surgeon And he's, like, doing this weird over-the-top performance. So you have, like, this weird mix of these over-the-top performances. And then a character who never speaks at all. (laughs) Like, he's not even using sign language. He's just... They just don't have him speak. Oh, my goodness. It's so confusing. He goes (laughs) full-link.
0: He just... Yeah. Okay.
1: So, yeah, it's basically... It's the visuals and everything. It's all just ripping off Blade Runner. And then the plot is just, it's both, like, confusing, mm-hmm. but also, like, so simple. Like, there's, like, nothing that happens in this movie at all. And yet you have an uh, extremely difficult time figuring out why anything is happening at all.
0: Man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And Duncan Jones, man, you, you're a, you were a big proponent of his before warcraft
1: (laughs) yeah i mean i'll still stand by uh, moon and source code as good films Mm -hmm. but i don't know what's happening to him now i i don't know if it was the death of his father or what yeah
0: i mean that's that's a possibility it also might be too big for his britches you know what i mean (laughs) like you have this huge acclaim for these two small films i don't know how small source code is
1: It's still fairly small. Yeah, and then so it's it's like the M Night Shyamalan effect.
0: Yeah, I think that might be it. Oh God, I hope he doesn't go full M M. Night. We can't, we can't, we cannot have two M Night Shyamalans (laughs) in here. That cannot be. One of them needs to get good. Um, I read something yesterday that was uh, apparently true. Uh, M Night Shyamalan wrote the screenplay for Stuart Little so
1: so anyway uh, next <laughs> uh, watched another film from the AFI top 100 mm-hmm. watched Sunrise A Song of Two Humans it's this old like 20's silent film Okay. basically it's known for like inventing a lot of filming techniques and stuff Okay. One of those films.
0: Which uh, which specific ones, Aaron? Run us through uh, all of the ones that.
1: <laughs> I don't sorry. know. It just did a lot of stuff with like tracking shots and oh, okay, horse yeah, yeah, yeah. perspective and stuff like that. What
0: was the like the specific dolly they used? And
1: I, I can't tell you.
0: <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this right now. You always what? it's out. It's beca- I know exactly why. <laughs> it's because oh my god! Now I don't even remember the term. C- uh, Cinema verte. I used it when we were talking. You were saying like something about documentary style. And you and David were like, nerd? <laughs> and now you're like, oh, it invented all these cool things. And I'm like, oh, here we go. It's my time to get them back a little bit. So. Yeah. I'll take it when I can get it. That sounded... Uh, all fine. right. Yeah. yeah. Let's move on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Anyway, uh, yeah. It's a weird film mm-hmm. because... It's very much more focused on the visuals than the plot. Like, it's intentionally very archetypical because it's basically just, it names its characters like man and woman and stuff like that. Mm,
0: it's the uh, mother effect.
1: Right. Yeah. So it's a really strange movie because, like, the first half hour is all about this man being seduced by this other woman to try to kill his wife. And then he, he's about to do it. And then he decides not to go through with it. And then they spend, like, the next hour, this man and his wife that he just tried to kill, they spend, like, the next hour of the movie just having a fun day in the city. <laughs> like, that's, that's the transition. It's that. sharp. Mm. Okay.
0: I was thinking you were going to go with, like, a... Uh... 2001 like it's just a light show for the last 30 minutes (laughs) but uh no that's that took such a weird turn that i i don't even have jokes for it anymore
1: (laughs) like okay and then there's like a little bit at the end again where the woman comes back and stuff and they try to tie it together but it's just such a jarring structure very weird okay Uh, visually it was an interesting film
0: yeah should it be all right I don't know if I should ask this. Should it be on the AFI 100 list?
1: I mean, considering what the criteria is, like like the importance of the film and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I think there's films that deserve to be kicked off more than this one.
0: Okay. All right. Like what? <laughs> it's time to start calling out people, Aaron.
1: <laughs> oh, well, when I finish the list, I'll have my okay. ranking.
0: Okay. All right.
1: To next up watched Fantastic Voyage.
0: Oh, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. No. How'd you like it?
1: It's interesting. Because yeah. it's like a very much a special effects heavy movie. Yes. Yeah, but like 60 special effects. Uh, so it's was like in they the don't 20s. hold up at all. And that's all there is to the movie. Like right. that was the whole point, any the whole reason anyone ever saw it in the first place.
0: Yeah, I was like, I just wanted to see more Harry Potter. Who's this Newt Scamander guy? Also, I think you're wrong. I think it was the 20s. Uh, but, yeah, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, and it's yeah. just too special effects heavy. Niffler is the only special effects that works.
1: I don't understand this, but I don't, I don't get
0: it. <laughs> Sometimes you just go digging in the bit mine, the Bitcoin mine, and you gotta just figure out what you can find. All right continue fantastic voyage 60s yeah, stuff but that it has work. that
1: that charm of like old school special effects like clash like of that, the
0: titans type stuff
1: yeah okay like if you like that it's a fun time okay i mainly just watched it to prepare for uh del toro's gonna make a remake of it really it's supposed to be his next film
0: all right i'm calling david out specifically on this podcast and not really but it was just a funny text he sent me the other day he was like dude new steven spielberg movie looks really good and i'm like ready player one no it doesn't he's like no 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 unsane i'm like you mean steven (laughs) Soderbergh?" it's like it's fine that he got the names mixed up but for the split moment i thought david was really hyped for ready player one and i got so (laughs) concerned for him i was like buddy no (laughs) like don't Mm -hmm. don't do that anyway sorry that just reminded me we'll talk
1: about that soon
0: i don't know how that reminded me of it oh because you said gilmero's next movie and then i was like oh someone's
1: next movie there we go and then finally for the week uh, TV side. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They put up Bates Motel season 5 on Netflix. So, finally got to see how the show ended. Oh, you're done? Yeah, that was the final one. But you watched yeah, all this. Yeah, yeah. How was it? It's different from what I expected it to be. Okay. Because, you know, like when all the news is coming out, like, oh, they're casting Marion Crane now and everything, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like a 10 hour version of Psycho. But they barely even do psycho at all like they subvert the traditional story and actually just go off on their own path
0: oh so it's like a retelling like almost a reboot of psycho interesting so instead
1: of completing the idea that it's a prequel to the film they just go off make an ending to what they had been doing interesting but it's a good ending i i think this last season had a bit of a flaw in that Vera Farmiga couldn't play the same type of role as always so and she was like the best part of the show yeah but Freddie Highmore is great as always Rihanna sucks that he's stuck on that good Good doctor show now (laughs) oof yeah
0: you're burying the lead Aaron how is Rihanna in this show (laughs) she's acceptable okay that's all I was looking for.
1: <laughs> she doesn't break the show. There's like okay. moments when you're like, oh, she's pretty good. And then other moments when you're like, yeah, she's not doing this at all. No. But she's not in much of it.
0: Well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what happens <laughs> to Marion Crane. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, so Bates Motel.
1: Yeah. I'd recommend the show. I'm sorry. I I can't do TV shows. I wouldn't recommend so. it to you Thank because you. you have so many things you, you need to get.
0: Crazy Ex-Girlfriend get, just went up yeah. on
1: Netflix, and I'm like, I gotta watch that now. Dude, we need to talk about how that season ended. Okay. I forgot to mention on the podcast, but it's... Did you like it or no? Should I even know going into it? Uh, just watch it.
0: Okay, all right. All right. Um, I, I hate... I, I love the people. I love the people involved with Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I hate that I follow them on Twitter because they retweet spoilers for the show. And, like, I've gotten good at just, like, I see anything Crazy Ex-Girlfriend related just, like, foot past on Sunday nights. I'm like, all right, we're not doing that. And I could just mute them for, like, a couple months. But, you know, that would take effort. Anyway. All right. So that's it for what have you been watching. Time to move on to, well, I don't know. Aaron, I feel like we got to brainstorm. we got to get back in it.
1: Yeah, we still haven't figured this out. So. The
0: Kyle Chandler Appreciation Hour Something on to. advice of our critics. Or on advice of our critics. <laughs> on advice of our, I well, both. Yeah, yeah. On advice of our lawyers. What? We cannot do. So when you think of what we're going to fill this, this, this space with,
1: um, I, I was ha- thinking,
0: Oh yeah, no. go for it. You go first. You go first.
1: Go well, I was just it. I was just thinking. You know, given these past two weeks, I'm wondering if we should just do like a segment where it's the David catch up segment. Oh, da- you know. Hmm. Like, you, you know? <laughs> no, tell like me about it. People need to know
0: what's <laughs> been happening. Yeah, with, yeah. Um, oh, oh, it's oh. Gone so much. <laughs> That's not what I thought you meant by this segment. <laughs> What did you think of <laughs> Where we bring David in and we catch him up on all the bits that happened. <laughs> all
1: right. Well, there was a well, bit I mean, where... we, no. It was it was gonna be a It was gonna okay, be David okay. Okay. catches us up and oh. we catch him up.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. And can we sustain that for another eight weeks? <laughs> if, oh, I guess it depends on how <laughs> sick he is. Exactly. I don't know. Um. Okay. Interesting. I was thinking, I like games, all types of games, all sorts of games. I liked when we played Pass the Popcorn, that was fun. So how about we do a different game? Uh, we can call it the Movie Song Game. It's original, I know, but I, I know you don't know what the game's about yet, Aaron, so yeah. you just stop asking so many questions, I'm going to tell you what the game's about. So so one of us picks a song, and we start just saying the words from the song, man, like dramatic reading, and then they have to guess what the movie is, and what the name of the song is. So I'm just over here like, near, far, wherever you are. And then I forget all the rest of the words, so you have to guess. Well, from you're not
1: that. Very good at this game.
0: Well, I—it's a prototype, Aaron. It's a—it's a—we're just talking about—I don't know. <laughs> You've got a friend in me, Aaron. You've got a friend in me. I forget the rest of the <laughs> words to that one too. Like I know that song, but now I'm—I'm I'm dropping it. I just can't wait to be king. I'm just saying the names of songs because they're in the song. I don't know the words. I don't know the words to I can't wait to be king. I'm trying. Now I really am. Oh, of course. uh, Bow wow wow. Scooby yo. Scooby yay. Scooby shaggy in the house.
1: Is that Titanic?
0: Yeah, that one's Titanic. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they. Yeah. That, be good at this. yeah. What, you got anything else? You got another idea for us? Yeah.
1: I was thinking. Okay, so we have 10 weeks to film. Mm-hmm. What if we do it like the first week? We take every movie that has the word one in its title. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we rank them every single one. <laughs> and then the next week we do two, and then three, and then four. And, you know, we just keep on working our way up.
0: I feel like by the time we get to five, that five is gonna be hard. It's gonna so, be a lot. So like the
1: fourth week we're like, okay, four Christmases. Right, that's best obviously one.
0: bottom of the list. Excuse you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and now do we include like stuff like the night before? Sure, why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> why not? Okay. Um So I was thinking, (laughs) sorry, I don't know why that got me. I was thinking we uh... (laughs) cannot piggyback off a bad movie of the week from last week. And talk about unnecessary remakes of children's shows um, in in film. <laughs> I like you know we can do stuff like that. Like that can't really fit a full topic, full main topic. But it's like we kind of want to crap all over Scooby Doo. So we're like, here we go. Scooby Doo's a bad movie. We can talk about Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> Space Jam. Yeah, I said it. I said Space Jam sucks. And then, no, you know what? I switch it. I changed mine. It could be the Scooby-Doo Appreciation Hour. <laughs> and we could talk about all of the cartoons and all of the, uh, the Scooby-Doo movies. The Witch's Ghost. That one scared me so bad. <laughs> um, the one with the aliens. hmm um, there's the one with the video games
1: Cyber
0: Chase Cyber Chase there we go um, I had that video game the Cyber Chase video game as a I had Yeah,
1: uh, Game Boy Advance game is that the one you're talking about? I
0: had the Playstation 1 game yeah. it's probably better the Game Boy Advance one's probably better than the Playstation 1 they just tried to make Crash Bandicoot but like slow and I'm like why are they so slow <laughs> they run so fast in the cartoon See, we can just have these organic Scooby-Doo conversations for 10 weeks. And I don't know. David might be a little out of the loop on that one. I don't know if he liked Scooby-Doo as a kid. So he might be out on that one. Um, but
1: That's what the catch-up segment's for.
0: Yeah. So I say we definitely do the David catch-up segment. <laughs> And we'll also include the other three in there, too. I'll be like, David, you'll never guess what happened on the podcast. Aaron broke out into a full rendition of the Titanic song. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know what was happening. I'm just here talking about It Follows, and all of a sudden Aaron breaks out as Celine Dion, asking him to do these impressions all the time, and finally I'm not even asking for it, and Celine Dion comes out. (laughs) When we can talk about... The other one I said, <laughs> and that, that was the one I said. <laughs> and then we can talk about um the numbers one. <laughs> Somehow we'll fit that in there, and we'll also be like, David, were you scared of Scrappy too when he was a demon? <laughs> That's it. That's our uh our recap. Yeah, sounds good. Next week. Glad, glad we finally got this figured out. Yeah. So join us next week. When we uh, we catch David up on everything. Alright. Let's move on. To the bad movie of the week. Oh my god. Alright. Aaron. Yeah. What do you got for me?
1: Uh, well, I was thinking of something. In this connection to our main topic. Uh, we're going to be looking at a different superhero film. That uh, did not have... You know, it it deserved a better, a bigger impact than it got, you know? Okay. Like, trust me on this. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, We're talking about Steel. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Steel stars uh, Shaquille O'Neal.
0: Yes, it does. Shaquille (laughs) O'Steel.
1: I would not be surprised if that was, was like, a tagline or something. (laughs)
0: Okay, all right, continue, <laughs> Shaquille Damn. O'Neal. Uh, not an actor. No, most certainly not. He is in, like, a lot of movies now, though. Side
1: so. note, did you see the trailer for that Uncle Drew movie?
0: Yeah. Is Based it, on the Pepsi commercials?
1: <laughs> is it
0: bad that I want to see it? <laughs> is it bad that I was like, this is really dumb, and then I saw Tiffany Haddish, a dish, and I was like guess i'm watching it here we go <laughs> like i'm in now
1: so yeah uh, also in grown-ups you. too
0: what also in grown-ups too just
1: wanted yeah, to yeah so what, what a career this man has had <laughs> he's really knocking, uh, him out out knocking him out of the
0: park knocking him out of the park that's what they do in basketball right
1: i i don't know because there's a running joke in this movie that uh his character doesn't know how to shoot a basketball yeah he can he can never make it. He right. can never make
0: a shot. Isn't that the climax of the movie though? Like, he, yeah, yeah. Have yeah. I told
1: you this about, about this? Movie? No,
0: I've like seen clips on the internet just from like. Okay. Remember this movie?
1: <laughs> yeah. So there's this running joke that he can't make a basket because mm-hmm. Shaquille O'Neal. So it's funny. And then <laughs> irony. <laughs> there's this bit at the end where he has a, a live grenade, and there's like this fence. With like a tiny little hole in it. Oh no. In the side of this fence. And he has to throw it through the hole in the fence before the grenade explodes. Of course. As one does. And so there's this whole big climactic moment, like slow motion and everything, where he tosses this grenade and it's bouncing around this hole. And you're like, Is it gonna go in? Is it gonna go? in? <laughs> and it does.
0: Ah, yeah. Okay. Because that's how character arcs work. He doesn't know how to shoot a basketball and then he does. Yep. Sounds legit. If you just believe really hard, you can make a basketball shot with a grenade. (laughs) Pretty pretty much.
1: That's the point of this movie.
0: Yeah. Don't practice, kids. That's not important. What's important is that you're Shaquille O'Neal. So... Do you got anything else for Steel? What is the the actual plot of Steel? Because
1: I don't know. Because Steel, like, in the... He's basically, he's this weapons designer. Okay. Who creates these, like, super powerful guns or something. And then someone gets... His, like, sidekick gets hurt with one of them. And she gets, like, put in a wheelchair for the rest of the movie or something. Okay. And so he decides to spend his entire life dedicated to getting weapons off the street
0: oh man hashtag way too relevant <laughs> it's almost like Shaquille O'Neal and Steele has more uh you know sense than uh some other people in the world nowadays so
1: that, that's, that's, one, that's one thing like we, maybe it's time for a critical reevaluation <laughs> I don't
0: know <laughs> Yeah, like this sounds way too like relevant right now I'm getting a
1: little scared man okay yeah, so he decides he's going to put on this steel suit. Mm. But unlike the comics, it's not like a full steel helmet. It's just like this weird face mask that leaves most of his face exposed. Because we so need to know dumb. it's Shaq. Yeah. There's no other way to tell that this giant like six foot nine <laughs> person is Shaq it's, the, Shaq. it's the Judge Dredd thing.
0: <laughs> like <laughs> Stallone has his mask off the whole time how else would we know it's stallone we can't tell by his accent (laughs) like what are we gonna do
1: so yeah yeah Uh, in in the comics it's basically the same origin but there's also this part where he's like saved by superman and like that's why he becomes steel they just they just cut that part out Mm -hmm. because guns this time yeah yeah
0: super guns they're like we don't have the rights to superman how close can we make it? Super Gun. But like, They do have the rights
1: to Superman because it's Warner it's Bros. Oh, really? They've I, always had the rights to all of their characters. Yeah, that,
0: yeah, that's a good point. Did they just.
1: Okay. I don't know. I guess after the failure of uh, Supergirl, the Supergirl oh my movie. God, yeah, I
0: forgot that movie even existed. Yep.
1: I th- think they tried to not tie them into the Christopher Reeves movies anymore. <laughs> Ugh. But yeah, uh,
0: Yeah. and they forever never wanted to do anything good with cinematic universes anymore. As soon as Supergirl ruined it for everyone, they're like, let's do cinematic universe. Make Supergirl oh oh god. Yeah. Yeah. No.
1: So But yeah. Uh came out in nineteen ninety seven. Same year as Batman and Robin, I believe, so yeah, it is He seems having a good year
0: though. <laughs> oh my god. What?
1: Uh Judd Nelson mm-hmm. plays the villain? Mm-hmm. Sure.
0: Are you not a Judd Nelson fan?
1: I I'm, I'm I don't I don't I don't know what he's doing <laughs> here. You he shouldn't be in anything else but the burf- breakfast club. <laughs> yeah. He can, he can make one movie.
0: Only one. Oh god, Ray J's in it. <laughs> oh my god. This is so bad. Yep. Yep. Why? Okay. I'm s i am like I there's some of these bad movies that you talk about on here and I'm like, well maybe I'll watch that. It sounds so bad, it's funny. And like I've seen the steel grenade scene. Mm-hmm. so like i that's, feel like that's, that's all i need bit. to see yeah like, <laughs> like that's, that's, the that's
1: bit it to watch the rest of it's just like the typical like cheesy low-budget 90s action movie yeah. style but with the acting skills of with shaquille o'neill
0: shaquille
1: but yeah even, even before blade people are just forgetting about steel so you know Thought, thought it was time to mention it again. Yeah,
0: uh, mm, Yeah, so <laughs> I just There are just some movies. I don't even know how to describe it. I don't even know what the right word is for it. I don't I don't even know if there is a word for it, but it just looks like it looks fake. Like, there should be a word for something that looks so bad that it doesn't look real. That it looks like it's a parody. I feel like there is a word. There probably is. <laughs> probably. I don't know. I don't know words. Excuse you? <laughs> I don't know them. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. Let's just move on. <laughs> oh. <sighs> All right. Guys. Let's move on. To the fault in your stars. This is, of course, a segment where we go on to Rotten Tomatoes. We find a good review for a bad movie. A bad review for a good movie. We take out all the spoilery bits, all the things that would give it away as to what the film is. Let me throw it out there. See uh, what the other two people guess. It's sometimes just a one guy. This one's just a one guy for Aaron. I'm pretty sure he's going to get it right away. Okay. I just, this is gonna be so easy, but I saw this earlier this week, and I'm like, I need to do this, (laughs) so. RT is censoring the negative audience reviews again. In the 25 pages of reviews, only 48% want to see. There is no way 97% of people leaving no review are hitting the want-to-see button. Looks like we have another Last Jedi on our hands with the critics giving amazing reviews to this racist movie due to their white guilt. (laughs) We'll see once the audience reviews show up.
1: Oh, we'll see. So it's Black Panther? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make a compelling, uh, rational argument, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. Black Panther's super racist. I couldn't believe how racist Black Panther was.
1: I mean, just look at the title.
0: Yeah. Like, just so racist. There were only two white people in it. Wait, what do you mean that's what white people do with their movies to minorities? What do you mean? No? I'll just deny that. <laughs> and then it's true. Oh, God. It's just... Uh people. Come
1: on. Okay.
0: I also just want to uh I just it's I just want to if you can stand it, everyone, I want to direct you to the Rotten Tomatoes audience reviews for um Black Panther. Because if you can stand it, there are some real Horrific gems in there of just garbage people. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, anyway. A lot of them are like half star political agenda, frowny face. Cool. Anyway, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, get that out there to everyone. <laughs> like, oh, oof, okay. Another mediocre Marvel action flick, brainless action like the rest, but they'll call you racist if you don't like it. So, reviewers are keen on overhyping it for breaking barriers, regardless of quality. So, anyway, <laughs> don't be that person, guys, please. <laughs> You're listening to this. If I can do one thing. If this show can do one thing for you. It's to tell you don't be that person. (laughs) Hopefully, you already knew that. But anyway. Guys, this has been episode 92 of Reboot Already Underway. A weird one. I feel like this was a weird one. But maybe not. Uh, If you want to find us around the internet, you can find Aaron at Little Flame Dude on Twitter. This clever blog name's already taken at Tumblr.com. Go check out his lovely rendition of of the Porg propaganda poster. That's a nice lot. A lot of peas there. I like that. Um. And, uh, yeah. Uh, you can see that on the Reboot already underway pages. But I'm skipping things now. Uh, David, D- he's not here. Go wish him little loves on DBEX15 on Twitter. That's two S's, DBEX15. I... Did I say your Tumblr? Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought I said your Facebook accidentally. And I'm like, why would I do that? I don't think I did, but no. anyway. Uh, and Jacob, that's me. <laughs> you can find me on the internet. At Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. Jake Lace on Tumblr. Um, Go find me on Letterboxd, dude. If you're on Letterboxd. That's where I post most of my movie opinions now. Uh, So you can check that out. You can read me beating myself up for not uh, liking It Follows when I first saw it. Um, And if you want to find the podcast, you can find us at Reboot Already Underway on Twitter, SoundCloud, Facebook, iTunes. Let us know how we do on this show that you listen to. You can also... Aaron liked it. I did not. You can also leave us an email at rebootartyunderway at gmail.com. David Robert Mitchell, if you want to come on the podcast, our doors are open. I would love to just take a whole episode to talk with you. He's not listening right now, but on the off chance that he
1: is... (laughs) I think we should bring him on the show. Yeah, 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 And then have an entire episode dedicated to talking to him about the 5-R-Man.
0: Oh, my God. Could you imagine? He'd be like, what is that? What did I just sign on for? We just pretend like he's the one who made the 5-R-Man. I really loved your work on the 5 r um, So anyway, guys, thank you for listening. Join us next week when hopefully David's feeling better. We can catch him up with the David uh, recap segment. Uh, let's uh, We can just do episode 93. Mm-hmm. Guys, we're coming up on uh, end of season two, start of season three. So get excited for that. Anyway, I don't know. These endings keep getting worse and worse. Uh, join us next week when we talk
1: about... Uh, Black Panther meets The Bible Man okay I... cause, cause why not they have, they have a lot in common do they what are their they like, like trains
0: oh my god okay <laughs> good bye